Not yet. Not yet means it's going to happen. It's a process. Now, it might be a growth or a fixed mindset. Hey, but what is that? <laughs> what does this have to do with running? Actually, quite a lot. Stay tuned and find out more. But first, the intro. Welcome to Hypno Running, the show where we do more than just talk about running. We help you find solutions to develop your full potential, making you a better, faster, and smarter runner. And here is your host, Heiko. <laughs> yes, as the lady said, indeed, my name is Heiko, H-E-I-K-O. Hey, if this is the first time you're listening to the show, perhaps you stumbled across it, you were bored or something like that, or maybe somebody recommended you to listen to uh, this show to you. Thanks to whoever did that. <laughs> Congratulations for being here the first time. I don't want to waste your time. So if you're interested in advice for running shoes like the best five brands of running shoes or the best trail shoes ever or you want the best shades or you want to know about uh, nutritional advice and all these kind of things now you're not going to find them here on the show nope sorry i do apologize i don't review gear i don't talk about nutrition i don't talk about um, these kind of topics what do i talk about well your mind, your mindset, your attitude and developing as a runner, that's what this is all about. You know, the, that running watch, and I do have a nice running watch. It helps me look cool, but it doesn't really improve my running. And don't come with that, yes, but the data that it gathers helps me to, come on, come on. You know, most of the things we have, the apps, the phones, the watches, we hardly know 20% of the functions. And if you're the one guy or girl who knows how to use everything and you are, congratulations, this might not be the show for you. It might just not work out between the two of us. This show is all about helping you in your mind, learning how with a different mindset, a different approach, a different viewpoint is going to help you become a better, stronger, and of course, a smarter runner because at the end of the day it's what's in your brain that's going to help you move forward or take that next step or stay glued to your sofa and take in episode number three of series four <laughs> season four i mean hey and what's going to happen then your running is going to suffer your running is going to suffer because you're going to find a lot of points that are going to back you up in your excuses you know and, and then your running is going to suffer and next thing <laughs> Hey, you're not, you're not even maybe feeling like you want to call yourself a runner. You're like, yeah, I run, you know, but you're not proud to say I'm a runner. Or maybe you are a runner and inside of you, you have a bit of imposter syndrome going on. Or perhaps you are a runner, but you know you could be doing so much better. Hey, and life, I believe it's too short to be, to be settling for less than the best. You know, ooh, that rhymes. I don't, uh, life is too short for settling for less than your best. I mean, it, it's, it's, it sounds good. It's powerful. And, and it's obviously true. You know, and underperforming, it, it, it happens because we lack motivation. Case closed. Could finish the podcast right now. But let's dive in a little bit deeper. <laughs> uh, by the way, this show is coming to you today from the 30-year-old Golf, which is the podcast mobile. This is my mobile studio. It's a 30-year-old Golf. You know, it's just a, just a pleasure. And actually, I'm parked here next to a Tesla. <laughs> uh, well, geez, there you go. I mean, let's see. Let's see who comes out laughing in the end. Uh, uh, okay, where was I? Hang on. 
right. Motivation. Hmm? The underperforming, it, it often happens due to the lack of motivation. And, and we talk a lot about this on the show. And, and then because there are many runners that actually struggle with this, um, there are many demotivated runners that I've come across. And what usually happens is not all of them, but many of the demotivated runners, they have a, they have a fixed mindset. And there's a very, very great study by some guy called Dweck, D-W-E-K or C-K. I'm not sure, but a very clever guy. And this was such an interesting read. That's why I want to give, give him some credit. And, and he estimates, or in this study, whatever, uh, that only about 40% of people in the world have what um, is referred to as a growth mindset. That means, you know, if you meet 10 people, you know, six of them, they've got a fixed mindset. Ooh, bad, bad, let's give them a big stamp. Uh, no, nothing like that. It doesn't mean it's good or bad. It just means 60% of people have a fixed mindset. Now, a fixed mindset can, it can, it might cause someone to give up on some other process he's involved in or she's involved in. So you might give up too early because they, there's something new. The challenge is more difficult than expected, you know, uh, which would mean if, as a runner, you've got a fixed mindset, you know, it can become a bit tricky because, you see, if you're running, and let's say even you just do a mile, you do a mile every day or you do two miles every two days or something like that, you know, you like to do the minimum or you do a 10-mile every two days, yeah, okay, you are running, and doesn't mean that, well, I see, I've got a growth mindset. No, you might still be have a fixed, a fixed mindset because you might be stumbling along your performance. You might be capable of so much more. And, of course, all of this in relation in terms of your age, um, the distance, the speed. You might be stagnant as a runner. That's where the fixed mindset comes in. And <clears throat> so when, when, let's go a bit deeper. Now, perhaps, have you ever heard yourself saying something? We've had a couple of great shows where it was all about the voices in your head, how you talk to yourself. If you're a new listener, go back, listen to those. They're pretty good. Uh, if you've ever said, no, this is impossible, you know, I'm, it's impossible. It's too far. Or, no, fitness level just isn't there. I can't do it. Or perhaps you've said, hey, this isn't working out for me. You know, I've, I've tried everything. It's just not for me, you know, and you've, <laughs> or, you know, trying out, ideas you know in this podcast in the advanced endurance uh, coaching podcast is lousy lousy it's not it's not working it's a waste of time well if, if you have talked to yourself or others like that then definitely you've got a a fixed mindset now studies again dweck uh, the studies that i'm referring to they've shown that that participants fixed with as worse as a, a growth mindset they responded drastically uh, different when it comes to challenges how interesting obviously when the going gets tough you know um, some runners they would see the problem as a direct challenge to their capabilities which i think is a bit of a ego thing um, which uh, you know um, which means there's also no social support which which can lead to some people even cheating that's actually where the cheating does come from you know, so the next time there's difficulty in a race, you know, I'm, 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 I'm going to cheat. Uh, uh, rather than facing failure and, and possible ridicule. Now, um, 
The, the study also included brain activity analysis, and it concluded that people seem to have actually been programmed, which is pretty obvious to me, with a, with a growth mindset. Um, why? Because we are growing, we are evolving. From child, we, we learn how to crawl, then we learn how to stand, then we learn how to walk, then we learn how to run, and so forth. And what separates the growth mindset from fixed mindset is that the growth mindset, basically, those people have understanding and they can apply the concept of, big drum roll coming here, the learning curve. Wow, gee, I mean, this is pretty logic, isn't it? I mean, this is basic stuff. I told you, here on this show, you get the facts, you get those tools, the key giveaways in such a way that you can use them. No fancy language, no complicated wording, and, well, you first got to join module one before you can progress to module. No, we don't do that here. It's... I want that after these couple of minutes of listening to this podcast, you have one nugget. If you have one, if you have two, even better, if you have three, I'll, I'll jump for you. I'll feel it. <laughs> um, that's what I want you to take away. So the learning curve. Hey, anything you've ever tried to do, uh, riding a motorbike, learning to play the, play the piano or the guitar, it's the learning curve, that graphical representation of the improvement in learning over time. Again, the, the graphical representation of the improvement in learning over time. So in running, this refers to an increase in cadence, in endurance, in mileage, improving your speed. And the more you suffer from a mixed mindset, the fear of failure can be a, 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 a huge barrier. You know, when you fail at something, let's say the fastest 10K, it never happened, or the marathon, sub three hours, it's still miles away. You, you feel like you've, you know, you've, oh, gee, disappointment, you know, just switch off. You've wasted your time, your money, you know, the effort you put in, and now you have to start from scratch, and it's a failure, and of course, everybody can see it. Now everybody's going to be judging you. Let me just stop right there. Nobody actually even cares. But I know in your mind it's going to be like that. That fixed mindset is going to be like that. So, of course, if that's how you really feel about failure, you know, why are you going to take on a challenge at all? <laughs> why not just keep on doing what you know you can easily accomplish? You know, why risk failing and, and being judged by, by yourself? Da -da -da -da. Now, on the other hand, if you have a growth mindset and you understand mastery takes time and effort, then you're going to understand that, that failure is not that waste of time, is it? Rather, if you fail at a run, it's an opportunity to learn, hey, what exactly happened? And then you're going to move up that learning curve towards your ultimate success. It's going to happen, you know? Rather than seeing a, a setback as a, as a permanent failure, you know, you see setback as, hey, it's a temporary, it's a line in the sand, that's all it is. You just haven't had enough time to solve the problem yet. Not yet. Ha! See what I did in the beginning of the show? Name of the show? Not yet? Clever, huh? Okay. <laughs> Occasionally, as a runner, you're going to experience setbacks. Especially if you've been following the wrong advice. It's going to happen. And if you haven't, um, or if you have been following my advice, for example, I talk about hill training. I love hill training. And if you usually only run, if you live in the Netherlands, you only run on flat surfaces. Hey, and you've never practiced hills, 
I can guarantee you, you're not going to enjoy it. You're going to hate it. You're going to feel like a failure. You're going to doubt your running abilities because the hill simply takes other muscle groups that you haven't been training. You're not prepared for it. <laughs> and Or if you follow the getting the Thursdays done, the Thursdays where I really, in the other podcasts where I talk about, you know, really the Thursday has to be the day where you're really going to put in that special effort. And you struggled. You didn't perhaps reach those inspiring and still buzzing of endorphin-created goals. But, 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 by cultivating that growth mindset in yourself and just adhering to the plan, what's going to happen is eventually you're going to become more resilient and you'll be more relentless in the pursuit of, of that running distance. You know, and this concept is going to help you approach challenges and difficulty with with a much better understanding that this time and effort, it's, it's going to result in success. Now, trust me, I mean, the opposite is 100% true. If you stop, if you abandon your run, you have failed and you have absolutely no chance at all. That, that, that's the opposite. You've got no chance to, to improve at all. So the advice that consistent effort eventually pays off, it sounds so, so common and, and unremarkable, but... It amazes me how many runners actually give up on their distances or medals or hopes so quickly. You know, after completing those 12 marathons in 12 days, if, if um, actually I, I did a charity run where I did 12 marathons in, in, in 12 consecutive days in 12 countries uh, across Europe. And <clears throat> I, I, after completing this, so many people by email or people I met way before COVID days when you could still meet people and shake hands. And people would tell me when they heard the story or they'd read about it in the paper or, hey, you know what? You inspired me. You know, uh, I've built a house. You know, I planted a tree. I've, I have kids. And now the next step in that order sometimes, I'm going to run a marathon, you know. But most of those ideas... They, they either never got started or they dwindled down to nothing once the enormity of the miles and hours needed, you know, became apparent to them. So rather than breaking the problem down into small, more manageable pieces, you know, I, I didn't start off from one day to the next and run 12 marathons. It took many, many pieces, you know, and many people just decide to stay where they are in that garden, perhaps under that precise tree that they planted, you know, and uh, on the sofa. And the story in their brain or the stories that they started to create to justify why they are where they are. They've become so strong. They've become so powerful. <laughs> of course, easy for me to say I've been a runner all my life. But you know this, every race you participate in, it took planning, it took effort and certain milestones to reach. And each race brought with it you know, the, the thoughts and, and possible scenarios, also for me, and of course, sometimes doubts. You know, what if the route has hazard? What if there's a steep incline? What if I miss a water point? <laughs> and it took a lot of time, experimentation, and sometimes failure to, uh, to achieve something really special. Like, like for me, for example, those 12 marathons. So the point is, you, you don't have to have the perfect plan or the perfect process mapped out before you get started. You only need to take action and the will to, to keep moving forward. That's it. And even those goals that you have, they're going to change. They're going to shift. You know, then as you move and you learn, you know, first I wanted to do one comrade's marathon, you know, and I did one. And after I'd done it, what happened was I, I wanted to do the second one. I wanted to get the back-to-back -back medals. You know, suddenly the, the dreams get so much, so much bigger. And <laughs> you, you're also going to learn 
how your body responds to stress. You know, um, it's why it's so important when when talking about running and, and how to improve that you need to understand and, and grasp and visualize the learning curve. Uh, there were many times that, that I have hit a brick wall where I failed and I could have walked away and said, it's a waste of time, I'm done, I failed. But instead, you know, the, the, the whole run experiment, uh, experience, I, I, I just adjusted it as the new information came in. I applied what I learned to create something very different and very new. Up to now, being a run coach, not only talking about running, even wrote some books about running, brain training for runners. Do check it out on Amazon, by the way. But just enter my name as well, Heiko Stribble. Otherwise, you're going to end up with another book that's also called Brain Training for Runners. But it's about 800 pages, and I doubt you're going to read that one. Although it is excellent, but mine is the one I would recommend, obviously. So... Anyway, understanding the, the, the concept of developing that growth mindset, uh, it also requires you that you understand this whole, this whole learning curve so that it's critical you are keeping yourself motivated and aligned with your plan, you know, and of course, get social support. And I don't mean social as in social media. Hey, I'm on Instagram, I'm on TikTok, I'm on whatever. No, I mean <laughs> the real life sort. The people you are living with, the people that are closest to you, that'll help you get out from under the shade of that tree you planted and get moving. <laughs> and, you know, it was just, just re referring back to last week's show, you know, how others see you. Remember, I told the story of the, the professor who was so annoyed at that dinner where his protege said, well, you're, you're much better than me work-wise, but in, in tennis, I beat you. And he got so annoyed because, like, oh, you never beat me at tennis. You remember that? Anyway, using a growth mindset to positively influence others through examples. You know, by having a good understanding of this, of this concept, it's so critical when trying to influence those around you or how others see you. If you want, to, if you want others to see you as, as someone who goes after their goals or, or whoever it is or however you want to be identified as a runner, if you, if you don't accept the learning curve, your mind is always going to play tricks on you. And the next thing you, you're viewed as somebody who's like, well, negative or a quitter, and you will naturally struggle in, in inspiring yourself as well. So turning setbacks into possibilities is one of the best ways to demonstrate to yourself a growth mindset. And it'll show your true leadership capabilities. And it's so easy to do in running. Just go a step further than you intended. Just sprint faster than you planned. Climb a steeper hill than you set out to do. And you're going to learn. So the key takeaways, step one, recall or remember the power of not yet. And keep yourself focused on, on just on the process of achieving a goal. And it's going to take time rather than focusing on the goal itself. <laughs> and after your run, simply saying, hey, you know, I did well, you know, high five and, and going for rewarding electrolyte drink. You know, you're actually creating more of a fixed mindset environment where you start seeking the atmosphere of the high five rather than taking the intrinsic rewards from the effort that you just put into the run or your practice session. What is the intrinsic reward that you just put in? It's not the high five, is it? <laughs> ah, now you understand why you sometimes don't train as hard as you should or, or don't adhere to the plan. <laughs> by, by concentrating on the process, in this case the evolution of your running rather than reward or punishment means I either succeed or I fail, you know? So you're going to demonstrate 
to trust yourself. And this trust in your abilities, whatever they might be, it's going to encourage self-starting capabilities to try again, you know, which is going to lead to self-motivation. It's going to help you take ownership of your own training. So, for example, instead of complaining or sharing doubts about the ability to achieve a goal, you know, that's going to sap your energy. Help yourself to stay focused on the process. So to help reinforce this concept of not yet in your training evolutions, you break your run project into easily to handle pieces. Any training plan consists out of that. But make a deliberate effort to show where, uh, to, where, where you're really taking in that data, where you're really taking in what, where did you try harder, where did you explore your boundaries. And this doesn't mean implementing each and every app or, or fitness tool out there, just so you understand where you're coming from. Hey, we are nearly done for today. What I'd like you to do is add the word not or the words not yet to all of your running goals you have listed. Currently, today, it's the line in the sand. And, and finally, write down one simple action to restart your progress where you've perhaps given up where you've already maybe said, oh, I can't do this. You know, if it was the marathon, you feel like it's just, you just can't do it, just reignite it again. If it is your fastest 5K, which is extremely a tough challenge to get your fastest 5K, hey, write it down again. And it's going to start in your brain. And you, you know the saying, uh, Lao Tzu, you know the journey of a thousand miles begin with a single step. <laughs> Remember, a spiritual growth mindset says I can because, because, God can. <laughs> and this mindset is about hope, faith, dreams, and truth. My name is Heiko. Thanks for listening. God bless you. And remember, take it easy.